Customer service is a key component of a successful maid service. When you're working with people and in their homes, it is critical to understand that you are in your cleaning client's personal space. You have access to the most intimate parts of their lives, so you want to help make sure that they feel comfortable. Cleaning industry expert Carlos Mejia discussed his methods for the five-star customer service that he provides to his cleaning clients. In this talk, you will learn how to stay on your cleaning clients' minds, automate your maid service, be approachable in the home cleaning business, train your cleaners with your core values in mind, and be the solution to the cleaning client's needs. Hey everyone, welcome to the Maid Summit. This is Carlos. I am so excited to have you guys here today. It is going to be a wonderful time of just sharing uh, with you guys how I've been able to run my maid service and really work with my heart on my sleeve and give my customers that five-star customer service. Um, it's so incredible to just be there for them, for the clients, and remember that uh, without them, uh, we, we wouldn't be able to uh, be doing what we do. So really, uh, a little bit about me is I uh, worked in the private sector. I've worked in the public sector as well, and through it all, I came back and ended up opening up my own maid service in 2016, towards the end of it. I really didn't start operating until 2017, and then uh, started taking clients immediately and working with a team. And now we have a operation that serves three different counties here. Uh, I'm based out of D.C., uh, and so we service D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And we have, I have a total of 10 staff members now, and I have a, about 400 clients total, but obviously we don't service, unfortunately, all of them get to service about half, if not um, a little under half uh, throughout the year. So that's a little bit about me. It's a wonderful journey that I've been on, and I've been able to learn so much from many of the other speakers that are presenting this Mate Summit. So it's just been, again, incredible, and I'm so happy you're here, and I hope that what I have to share is useful, especially for a lot of new new uh, business owners out there. It's not easy. It took me a long time to learn everything I'm about to share with you, uh, and I didn't have a lot of people to network with in the industry when I started, and so uh, through SendMade and just different other networks, I've been able to find people to connect with and learn from them. So let's just start off uh, with how to, how to get that client to be impressed with you and just remember who you are in the long run. And that's just by being responsive. We want, you know, we're clients ourselves. We order uh, food, takeout, you know, we do different services in our homes as well. And so we know what it is like to be a frustrated client and we don't want that to be our way of doing business so being responsive is being able to communicate effectively with our client base and just remember that you can't always get to everyone at the same time but you can always delegate especially if you're a bigger cleaning company you can you have staff that you can delegate things to or if you're just a one team show then you can just text back if you feel comfortable texting your clients and just say hey i'm currently at job site I'll get back to you uh, later this evening, or if you would just want to take it there, uh, that is always helpful too. But just remember that just letting 
them know where you are in the process, whether you're doing estimates or you're doing complaint follow-ups. It's always just important to be communicating with them throughout the process. Don't, let, don't leave them in the blank, in the background. Just always try to communicate with them and let them know what you're working on. So just as response time matters to our clients, how we communicate with them also matters. We don't want to be obviously rude. We don't want to come off condescending to them. We don't want to not validate, right? We don't want to seem like we're not paying attention to their concern or their issue. So it's just a matter of how we respond back to them, whether it be that email that, you know, with their tone came out nasty, but we want to just make sure that we're always responding back like, hey, we listen to you. We, I know sometimes it's not easy. I've dealt with it plenty of times, but you know, we just want to let them know we, we're listening, we're sorry, and you know, we'll, um, we'll get back to you and we'll investigate if it's something serious. Uh, so just how you communicate, it, you know, always, always, always do it in a polite way. And then the last thing is following up. We want to follow up with not only our regular clients, but we want to follow up with our one-time clients and our former clients. So whether they've you know discontinued services or they were just a one-time client. So it's very important that, you know, especially if you use lead services or lead service generators, that you always keep track of who your leads are. That way you can keep that contact information. And if they never bought from you, you can follow up with them. And I learned that the hard way because I was spending so much money on uh, leads, but I, I wasn't just asking the right questions. And so they would message me, especially on Thumbtack, where, you know, they message you and, you know, you never hear back from them. So now what I've started doing is immediately asking them, you know, great, thank you so much for, you know, I st I'm sorry, I start messaging them and I start saying, thank you so much for contacting us. We'd love to help you. You know, what is a good phone number to reach you at? So I immediately not only have their name, but I also have the phone number. And it just works so much better that way. Sometimes I don't call them because they, you know, they close the deal themselves right on the application. But if they don't, then I follow up with that phone call. And a lot of times, I'd say about 85% of the time, I'm able to get them on the phone. I'm able to explain our services, our pricing, and close the deal. And if they don't buy from us or use our services, then I have that information in a spreadsheet and I can follow up with them you know, two weeks later, a month later, two months later, and even especially in the holidays, and I, it matters. So that's so important that you follow up with those leads and with those new clients. Obviously, uh, the bread and butter in our industry is having a recurrent client. So we want to be able to use the new clients as a already, we already have a, it's kind of like a warm lead. So we want to be able to sell them our future, our services. So, you know, Follow up with them. If they're home after your service is done, show up and, you know, ask them how it was or, you know, what you can do uh, to get them booked, uh, whether it's a small discount or something like that, if, especially if you didn't offer them a discount for the one-time cleaning. Uh, so at Premier Maids, uh, we started implementing the two, two, and two rule, which is we follow up with our uh, clients two days after the appointment two weeks after the appointment and then two months or about two to three months. If we if we can get them in that two month period, we try, you know, the month after and continue then. It's so important, especially for the one time clients, like I was saying earlier, it's so important to get them on the calendar for 
recurring services, but if you can't convert them to a recurring client, then it's so neat that you can be able to convert them to like a sell when you have um, special promotions that you're running to fill up those empty slots. Or even during the holidays, I've been able to do an uh, email blast and I get recurring clients from them. At the same time, some clients don't necessarily want every month or every you know two weeks or even weekly service. So it's pretty cool that you can follow up with them quarterly and say, hey, you bought from us back in April. It's now you know at the end of June, uh, July, we're starting a new quarter. We're running this $25 uh, savings or we're doing oven and refrigerator for 30 but it's normally 50 or you know whatever it could be so just always follow up and show an interest in them because that's how you're able to maintain a relationship with those kind of clients that aren't necessarily recurring but they can become somewhat recurring uh, through time this podcast is brought to you by Zenmade. Now, if you need help with your automation or if you're frustrated with the amount of time that scheduling is taking you currently, you need to visit Zenmade.com. We started over six years ago building simple software for cleaning businesses just like yours. If you take a look at the site, you can see all of the things that we're working on, all of the feedback that we get from our audience, from this podcast, from the Facebook group, from all the other places. So if you're interested again zenmade.com and take a look at what we've been working on guys so we've talked about being responsive we've talked about communication and we also want to make sure that we hit a very good point and that's using the tools and applications available to made service owners personally i really enjoy using zenmade amar that's a free plug for you right there but really i can't speak highly enough i've, I've used and tried a few scheduling softwares and I think SendMade works the best for me. Obviously everyone has different needs so I'm not trying to say that you should only use SendMade but give it a try if you haven't already. I think that it's important to remember that we need to keep track of our clients recurring services so having a good scheduler is key. It saves you so much headaches later on and why not try to automate Something that you know you spend if you when if you did it the way I did it, I used to keep a paper calendar and just write people's schedules and addresses and times and all that on the paper calendar. But now all I just do is plug it in one time and it does it for me for the rest of the year and even on five years if I guess if I can project it that far out. But not only it helps you as the business owner create it in a very professional image. I think that a lot of times we get confused in as unprofessional just because the industry, you know, the name isn't sexy. I mean, who wants to be in cleaning, right? But I think that just creating that image helps a lot with even points that we've talked about, creating that uh, tone, setting that tone for the client. But also using good software automates everything. And so it helps you do those reminders so you never lose an appointment slot for because of a lockout or a no-show. You know, the clients get those text messages. It, you know, they get those emails. They get the booking confirmation email when you first sign them up. So all this just creates an image that the client is impressed by. And to get that five-star customer service, 
we have to impress our clients in all that we do. And so be a small detail on that um, software that you, you, know, you write down their birthday or you write down their pet's name and you when you send them a little Christmas card you'll you know you address it to John Smith, Anna Smith and Buddy Smith um, or whatever it is so it's just very key to remember that using good software only makes your job easier and it only sets uh, sets you apart from your competition as well because a lot of times that's you know what we're competing with is other people that may be offering a lower price but what we offer is a professional image professional team and it just sets us apart sets a tone for the rest of the service that they're going to receive so using that particular tool is fantastic and obviously there's other tools that you can use i mean whether it's you uh, using uh, gift sender tools so you know you want to send them a thank you gift for referring you, you know, the next door neighbor, you just do your research, make sure that you do what works best for you and your company. Don't spend too much money at the beginning, especially if you don't have it. But as you grow, you want to start implementing things that set you apart, that also makes your job as a business owner easier. You don't want to be working, you know, in growing the business and doing the sales, but also doing, you know, on top of that, the bookkeeping, payroll, managing training and everything else so try to look at what can help you now and set and start automating those tasks so this is my favorite star in my five star uh, technique so I really do enjoy what I do I love my clients and I think this is the, the star that has given me the most compliments and that's just being personable and approachable you know you can do all the other things but I think this one is the one that is the winner. Here's why. Because I think a lot of times we, you know, a lot of our smaller clean companies are competing with franchises. And so they have just big tools and big advertising and just everything is bigger that they do. But what we can do differently is that we can be approachable and personal with our clients, especially because we're going into their private homes, their, you know, into their privacy. And so... We want to make them feel like they're valued, cared for, and just important. So I think that for me, one of the things I started doing was doing handwritten notes. I know it's an old school thing. You know, there's so many websites that you can just pay 50 to a dollar for a little nice printed note with, you know, saying thank you and whatever your message is. But I don't think that it does... The old school trick justice I think it, it's a cop-out <laughs> I mean it, I've done it before don't don't get me wrong but I think that it's very important to show that you're taking the time to tell your clients that you value them and taking you know a minute or two minutes to just sit down and write these notes um, are very meaningful for the client um, because they don't expect it but it, you know they don't expect it at all but it shows that you care and so and it, it's you know, it costs maybe, I think I do Vistaprint and I buy like a hundred uh, thank you cards with our logo on it. And it probably is $25 maybe if that can remember the cost because I buy so many in bulk and I just keep them and it lasts, you know, I still have probably another 250 cards left and, you know, I probably have bought them since late last year. So 
again, very, very, very simple thing to do, affordable, and it just shows that you are taking time to think about them, and it goes a long way. And so I think the other thing that works is that you need to be present in your client's um, home. You know, do quality control checks. If, you know, you're small enough, obviously, if you have a bigger operation, you have staff to do that, but it never hurts to stop by and, and check in on your staff while they're working, but also checking in on a client because I think that, especially if you're a bigger organization, they'll notice that even more. Uh, small organizations, they, they like it, they appreciate it, but they, you know, it's not as big of a deal, but I think that it still shows that you are there for them. And the other thing is that I love doing is when I do quality control checks and, you know, I'm talking to my staff and making sure that they're following our training and our procedures, I love going in and just talking um, to the client, but also paying attention to their pets. A lot of my clients have dogs, and it's one of the things I notice. I'm a dog person, and I have a dog myself, so... I value when people take time to ask me questions about my dog or play with my dog or, you know, just acknowledge, right, that there's a dog in the home. So a lot of times I've stopped by and done quality control checks and I play with my client's dog. I usually carry like a little bag of dog bone treats that I buy at Costco or Sam's that, you know, obviously I ask um, the homeowner if I can leave it with them. Uh, if not, I just uh, leave it in a plastic Ziploc bag and just write a little note saying, hey, Stop by. I'm sorry to miss you, but I brought, in this case, let's say Bear. I brought Barry dog treat. Wasn't sure if it was okay to give it to him. So, you know, if it's okay, you can give it to them when you get home or whatever. So it's just the small details. I mean, it's so important to remember small details. I've sent clients birthday cards, you know, with just simple happy birthday signed by myself. Or sometimes I get my staff that works in their home sign and it just goes a long way it's just so it's just unbelievable i mean i I'm, it's unbelievable what you can accomplish with such small details and just being approachable by your clients they notice that you care and that to me goes a long way especially when those details are done to me by another service provider that i use in my home so it just it proves the, my point so i you know i'm not sure how many of you guys are doing this but, and I'd be happy to talk to anyone about it and see what results you're getting out of it. All right, so I just want to touch base on what we've talked so far. And we've talked about being responsive. We've talked about being there and communicated with our clients and following up. And we've talked about being personable. And also we've talked about using good software like SendMade. So... This podcast is brought to you by ZenMade. If you need help with just about anything in your maid service, make sure to join the ZenMade Mastermind on Facebook. We have a community that has over 4,000 maid service owners just like you who are struggling with things daily, who are sharing their wins daily, and uh, asking for help. So if there's absolutely anything that we can help you with, just go to the ZenMade Mastermind on Facebook, request to join, just answer the three questions survey, and you'll be in within a couple of hours and you can make some friends in your area all that stuff next point is leading and training your staff with your core values in mind it is so easy to get distracted in the midst of everything going on in running a business with not uh, talking to your staff members about what your core values are 
And I think that it it matters. It's important because once they believe it and they start working with that intentionality, they will make your clients feel valued, like they matter, and they're going to be able to be responsive and good communicators to not only your management, but also to your clients as well. So there's a quote by Mary Kay Ash, the founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics, who I think it said it best when she said, everyone is important and everyone has an invisible sign hanging from their neck saying, make me feel important. So that to me is one of the key principles that I talk to my staff members about. We want to make sure that our clients are feeling that. We want to not only make them feel that way, but we want to make them feel like their home is important, right? We want to be able to take care of their belongings and their property. And so that all translates to our staff members being able to be careful and work with good diligence. And so once you're teaching that to your staff members, they're going to be able to translate that into their work and create good work habits for you. So, and I'm sorry, I keep looking at my notes. Um, so we want to be able to train them, right? Uh, we want to reward them. So if you're training them with your core values in mind, you want to create good company kind of like reward program or like the stars, right? When we were in kindergarten or in elementary school, you work with a star system. So kind of make the same thing for your employees because that way they feel like they're being also seen and valued and appreciated, right? So it's not only just about valuing and appreciating your clients because you know they pay you, but also appreciating and valuing your staff members because that translates to good work habits in the client's home. And our third thing is at the end of everything, it's making sure that your core values are at the center of what you're teaching your staff members, right? So if you if you do training manuals for them or training videos, I don't know how you train your staff, but make sure that that's also incorporated in there because you want to be able to make sure that they are believing in your company, believing in you and what you've done so far to you know lift up your company and get it to where it is. But you also want to have them carry that with them because they're the in the front line of your business and they're how they respond to clients can say a lot about management and about the company itself. How they represent themselves with their uniform says a lot about the company as well. So, you know, just making sure that we're all on the same page and we're able to believe in what we're doing matters. And just because we're in cleaning doesn't mean that we're at the low ends of the population, but it just means that we love what we do. We like seeing something completed and, you know, telling the, our staff members that uh, makes them feel appreciated. And I think that's so important to create that good customer relationship uh, between the staff and the client. So that gets you that you know fourth star. And I personally believe it. I've been taught it. I've been taught it in other industries. And so it just, it does actually work. All right. So the last star to our five star Customer service is being a part of the solution. So we've uh, kind of touching back on uh, being personal and approachable and good communicator is we talked about, you know, working with clients with how we communicate with them and how we, and in which way we communicate with them. So this is a little similar in the fact that 
we want to be able to solve the issues that they come up with, right? So we're in the service industry, so there's a lot of issues that arise, whether communication with staff members in main main office isn't clear, communication with staff members and the uh, client isn't clear, and communication between the client and office and management isn't clear. So, and complaints happen because of that, and so how do we address it, right? So we never want to pass it off and blow it off. Uh, we want we want to own up to it. We want to make sure that our client knows that, hey, like we messed up, we're human, we aren't perfect, and our staff isn't perfect, and so we, we acknowledge that the mistake was done. We want to rectify it, and here's how we're going to rectify it. So we want to own up to it. We want to be the first ones to own up to it if possible. Sometimes I know it's hard because, again, the communication can be a little wonky sometimes between staff members in the office, and sometimes our staff members don't want to own up and fess up to their mistake but again it goes back to if we, we're training them with our core values and our core values is that we're honest at all times and so that can translate to them being honest with you and we can have that clear communication with the client about that mistake or error that was done in their home so we want to own up our mistake we want to work on the solution we never want to let the client feel like we just kind of said, you know, hey, we're sorry and leave it at that. You know, we always want to be working towards creating solutions for different problems that may come up and that they could be similar problems in different homes, right? Obviously, we want to mitigate those problems and make sure that they don't occur often. But if they do, we have a system in place that will allow for that to happen or for that not to happen again and we how we address it. So work on the solution make sure that you are communicating that again effective communication is key so we want to be communicating that with the client what the solution is so if you know we broke a lamp we want to either have them purchase it and then you know we discount it from the cleaning or we just write them a check for it or you know we go out and buy the lamp and just bring it you know to them so we always want to be creating solutions and solutions that make it clear for the client and ease you know we want to make it easy for them we never want to add more stress to them because at the end of the day, they feel like they're paying us for a service. And so why do they have to be doing our job, right? So in the last thing is we want to learn, right? Like I said, create those systems in place that help mitigate the issues, apply them for the future so it doesn't happen. And if it does happen, we already know how to address it. It's so easy to get bogged down because clients you know, are you know, in different stages. So their needs may be different than, you know, client X and client Z, but we want to be able to address those issues in a timely manner, right? Going back to one of those earlier points is we want to be responsive and be communicative. So the quicker we're able to respond to that um, and address that issue and own up to it, the more satisfied client will be. I mean, it, it sounds so silly that we're talking about this, but it just happens so often that, you know, companies, um, and I've experienced this where companies are just not good at com being communicating, especially when things go wrong. And so we want to be able to be at the front line and we never want to have our clients call us back and say, Hey, this was done. We want to be the ones doing that. And so, and always be working on solutions, always be, you know, mending your training program for your staff and making sure that you're applying certain scenarios into their training program. So we're teaching the new hires how to, you know, navigate through certain issues or certain 
problems and you want to educate your team on reporting these things because we're teaching them about uh, honesty and about how you are able to work through these things, right? So, and just, we want to learn again for the future and apply these things for the future so it doesn't happen again. Uh, hey everyone, this concludes my talk. It's been a pleasure sharing with you the simple and effective tools that I use at Premier Mates, and I hope that you find them uh, beneficial to your business. And if you have any questions or ideas or you just want to tell me how you've been able to apply some of these techniques and see the results, feel free to contact me. I'll be more than happy to chat with you and cheer you on. Again, it's been a pleasure, and I hope that you enjoy the rest of the summit. There are so many chats left that I think are going to help me and help you just be better business owners, and I look forward to hearing from you, uh, and I'll see you around. Thanks for listening to the ZenMade Podcast. And we hope you learned a thing or two that you can implement in your business today. If you're looking for the number one scheduling software for maid services, make sure to go to zenmade.com and check out our 14-day free trial. If you want to hear more of these talks, you can catch them all at maidsummit.com. Have a great day.